0: Please be advised that the following podcast is hardly intended for anyone under the age of 18 years old, and it is not safe for work. It includes graphic depictions of sexual liaisons, strong language, and mature themes. You've been warned. Now enjoy. Okay, so now we're testing our meters. To see if they're going to be the same. Will you say something? Yeah, I can say something. Okay, so you're Lady Buxom. I'm I'm Lady Blossom-Bosom. Blossom-Bosom. Lady Blossom-Bosom. Blossom-Bosom. Blossom. Blossom. Blossom-Bosom. Blossom-Bosom. Good afternoon, it's time for tea. I'm Lady Letitia. And I am Lady Blossom-Bossom. We are sisters and we gather together to read excerpts from the underground Victorian erotic journal known as The Pearl. Now when we say erotic, we mean... Quite erotic. Quite erotic. Be ready to be scandalized and titillated. So grab your smelling salts. Unlace your bodice and get ready for some tea. And vulgarity. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our magazine, which is our current source of reading material. It is called The Pearl, and it was published in Victorian-era England from 1879 through... 1880 along with two christmas supplements the pearl's full name was the pearl colon a magazine of facetious and voluptuous reading it was published monthly in london by william lazenby but the authorship is primarily anonymous it includes serial novels each month as well as erotic poetry and pieces of parody It was ultimately shut down by the authorities for violating the standards of obscenity, which I quite understand and am still ungrateful for, as it limits our source material. Lady Blossom-Bosom. I forgot your name. I'm Lady Letizia. (laughs) Hello, Lady Letizia. Oh, sister. A Sister. It's so nice to see you again. Yes, and have a cup of tea. And have a cup of tea. Sister. If a husband came home and found his wife being had by another man, what would he do? That depends on his disposition. Mm. The polite husband would beg him not to draw until he'd spent. The considerate husband would offer soap, towel, and warm water as soon as he drew. Mm -hmm. The funny husband would cry, boom, and tickle his ass with a feather. The good-natured husband would remark that he liked buttered buns. The ceremonious husband would wait for an introduction. The just husband would sneer at the size of his balls. The modest husband would think his balls looked larger than his own. The refined husband would pull his shirt over his bottom. The cautious husband, with a large family, would ask if he had on a French letter and, if not, request him to spend outside. The jealous husband would be annoyed, although he had on a French letter. I suppose a French letter is a a condom. That's what I would suppose. Yes, 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 I suppose so. That sounds right. That uh, The suspicious husband would make his wife wash afterwards. Oh. Mm. The excitable husband would begin to frig himself. The shy mm. husband would blush and walk away. Avaricious. Oh, okay, I don't know what that word means. Avaricious is, is yeah, hate, hateful. Uh, the avaricious husband would want to charge for it. Oh, oh, oh like my uh, a miser, a miser. Yes, a, like, yes, well, yeah. I, I don't mm. know how I feel about that. I don't either. <sighs> the mean husband, mean, would look to see if he'd used his cold cream. Why do I get all the words I don't know? Well, because that is what happens when I don't read the script a <laughs> 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 time. Epic. Epicurean. Yes, is right. The Epicurean husband would, uh, the, I don't even know how to say, <laughs> His wife immediately after. Oh, gamahoot. Well, that's an interesting one. That's a fabulous word. The conscientious husband would fear that he had neglected his Aww. wife. Aww. The cynical husband would be surprised that anyone should care to fuck with his wife. Mm, the prompt husband would be up his ass before he could say Jack Robinson. Which kind of husband do you want, sister? Oh dear. Well, I hope I wouldn't ever be caught in that situation. Yes, that's a good point. Um, I, I don't know. What are you thinking? I, I think perhaps I would like the, the good night, <laughs> the good-natured husband. What nice buttered buns you have! <laughs> oh, speaking of. Oh, do you have a bun over there? I have have a bun, like English muffin. Not English muffin. Yes, it's indeed. sort of like a bun. It's a bun. Um, bun. A fun bun. Mm, All right, sister. Bun. A poet, whose water taps had been stolen, as well as those of his landlady and another neighbour, affixed the following to a board in his front garden My landlady's cock has been stolen away, Ooh. as well as my own and also my neighbour's. Mm. Let us hope in contentment the lay released for a while from their watery labours. Oh, Bad luck to the rascal that cut off our cocks. Surely hmm. one was sufficient, his water to pass. The bugger deserves to be stuck in the stocks with a cock in each eye in the third episode. Uh, oh. oh, that does not sound very pleasant. <laughs> not one bit. I must sneeze. Oh, too much oh. snuff, too much God, snuff. God, God bless. Uh. God bless your soul. Thank <laughs> you. God bless your soul. Yes, thank you. Mm. Sister, yes. I have a story to tell you. Oh. These are from the annals, and the annals, oh. mm, of my friend Alice, mm-hmm. who became um, eventually Lady Pokingham, and these okay. are written in the Pell as Lady Pokingham, comma, or comma, they all do it. Oh, oh. Yes. that sounds quite, mm. And this is the story when she overheard, oh, over, over looked um, eavesdropped with her eyes and her ears Mm. a butler and a maid (gasps) Mm -hmm, Mm. yes now William the butler was a Mm. handsome good-looking man about Mm. 30 and had been in the family ever since he was a boy one day Alice as a young woman told her lady's maid she was going to enjoy the fresh air in the garden before breakfast and then hurried off and scrambled through the window to watch William regardless of dirt and dust took off her boots as soon as she alighted in the disused passage and silently crept up to the glass door but to her chagrin she found the panes so dirty as to be impervious to sight however mm, she was so far lucky as to find a large keyhole quite clear and two or three cracks in the woodwork so that she could see nearly every part of the place which was full of light from a skylight overhead Mr. William was not there But soon made his appearance, bringing a great basket of plate, which he had used the previous day, and for a few minutes was really busy looking in his pantry book and counting spoons, fork, etc. But was soon finished and began to look at a little book, which he took from a door. Just then, Lucy, one of the prettiest housemaids, a dark beauty, Mm. entered the room without ceremony, saying, Here's some of your plate off the sideboard. Where's your eyes, Mr. William, not to gather up all as you ought to do? William's eyes seemed to beam with delight as he caught her round the waist and gave her a luscious kiss on the cheek, saying, Yes, why I keep them for you. I knew you would bring the plate. Then, showing the book, what do you think of that position, dear? How would you like it? <gasps> no. Although, please, the girl blushed up through the roots of her hair. She looked at the picture. The book dropped to the floor, and William pulled her onto his knee and tried to put her hand up his clothes. Oh, oh, she cried in a low voice. You know I can't today, but perhaps I can tomorrow. You must be good today, sir. "'Don't stick up your impudent head like that. "'There, there, there's a squeeze for you. "'Now I must be off,' she said, "'putting a hound down to his lap "'where it could not be seen what she was after.' "'Oh, dear.' "'But we know.' Mm -hmm. Mm, "'Very suspicious.' "'In a second or two, she jumped up "'and escaped from the pantry. "'William, evidently, in a great state of excitement, "'subsided on Mm. the couch, muttering, "'That little witch, what a devil she is. "'I can't help myself, but she will be all right.' tomorrow he took out his fleshy looking thing hard and stiff with a ruby colored Mm -hmm. head how about that oh yes william took hold of it with one hand apparently for the purpose of placing it in his breeches but he seemed to hesitate closing his right hand upon the shaft, rubbed it up and down. Ooh. Oh, what a fool I am oh. to let her excite me so. Oh, oh, I can't help it, I must. And then we all know probably what happened I next. I think what we can guess, yeah. Oh, yes. Now, the yes. next day, my friend Alice, yes. again, um, quite entertained by the liaison between the butler and the housemaid, yes. went down to watch them again. I know. Um, Aha, William murmurs as he comes into the pantry. I'm stiff as a rolling pin at the very thought of the saucy darling. But his ideas were cut short by the appearance of Lucy herself, who carefully bolted the door inside. Then rushing into his arms, she covered him with kisses, exclaiming in a low voice, Oh, how I have longed for him these three or four days. What a shame women should be stopped in that way from enjoying themselves once a month. How is he this morning? As her hands nervously unbuttoned Mr. Williams' trousers oh. and grasped his ready truncheon, oh dear. what a hurry you are in, Lucy! Gasped her lover as she almost stifled him with kisses. Oh, stifled, stifled him with kisses. <laughs> Don't spoil it all by your impatience. I must have my kiss first. With a gentle effort, he reclined her backwards on the sofa and raised her clothes till Alice had a few full, a full view of a splendid pair of plump white legs, but what riveted her gaze most was the luscious looking pouting lips of Lucy's curvy, quite vermilion in color, and slightly gaping open in a most inviting manner as her legs were wide apart, her oh. mox veneris being covered with a profusion of curly black hair. The butler was down on his knees in a moment and glued his lips to his crack, sucking and kissing furiously to the infinite delight of the girl, good man, yeah. <laughs> who sighed and wriggled with pleasure, till at last Mr. William could no longer restrain himself for getting up upon his knees between Lucy's legs, brought his shaft to the charge, and to Alice's astonishment, fairly ran right into the gaping crack till it was almost lost in her belly. They laid still for a few moments, enjoying the conduction of their persons, till Lucy heaved up her bottom and the butler responded to it by a shove. Then they commenced in a most exciting struggle. Alice could see the manly shaft as it worked in and out of her sheath, glistening with lubricity, while the lips of her cunny seemed to cling to it each time over the drawl, as if afraid of losing such a delightful sugar stick. But this... (laughs) Mm. this did not last long their movements got more and more furious, till at last both seemed to meet in a spasmodic embrace, as they almost fainted in each other's means. We know what that means. And Alice could see a profusion of creamy moisture oozing from the (laughs) crack of Lucy, as they both lay in a kind of lethargy of enjoyment after their battle of love. Mr. William was the first to break the silence. Lucy, look in tomorrow, dear. You know that old spy Mary will be back from a holiday in a day or two, and then we shan't often have a chance. Now, my question for you, yes, yeah. sister, blossom, bosom, bosom, blossom, bosom, bosom, blossom, bosom, is that uh, what do we think this Mary is like? This other, this other maid, Mary. I'm not sure. She's no, uh, Quite nosy, perhaps a little jealous. Probably nosy and jealous. Oh. Alice is a voyeur, but she's very happy. She does not seem judgmental. No, no, no. She's no. Just curious. Alice, yes. yeah. Alice just wants everybody to be as happy as she yeah. is. easy You see, we shall soon find out more of her comings and goings and comings. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, For Alice, Alice will eventually get involved in um, a society where there is lots of conjugation mm-hmm. happening. We just did literally all of that and. Oh, no, it's still recording. Yes, I'm looking at the wrong thing. (laughs) That would be quite sad. That would be so sad. Tea and Vulgarity is hosted by me, Lady Letizia. However, occasionally I shall have a guest. And every few Tea Time episodes, I shall become Tally the host and producer of this podcast, and we will discuss some of the history and controversies surrounding Victorian erotica and how they carry forward into uh, sexual topics today. Tea and Vulgarity is produced by me, Tally Gale. My guest today was my sister, Ian Gale. If you're interested in reading The Pearl for yourself, you can easily find it online, and of course by this point, it is absolutely public domain. All of the music we've used is credited below. Thank you for joining me, and until next time, take your tea with a dose of vulgarity.